Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Are you ready? Yeah. Should we do this thing? Let's do it, girl. Let's set sail. We're setting sail again. We weren't that long ago at sea. I know. Yeah. Okay, well, let's cast off. Let's cast the nets off. And we're going to cast Algo. Yeah, go, go, go. Hello, and welcome to Let's Talk About the Husband with moi, Stephen Bailey. And moi, Zoe Lyons. This is the podcast that sort of casts an eye, sort of casts an eye. I'm, every week I lose more and more confidence in our strapline. Sort I mean, you... of casts an eye over reality TV to garner what we can from it in a cultural way. Do you know why I think that is as well? I think because we've really dumbed you down. Yeah, I'm properly dumbed down now. Yeah. I, I don't know where anything is, anything, whatever's going on. Although, Stephen, this uh, this particular episode of Let's Talk About the Husband, I think is quite appropriate because it is all about sailing away. Ships that have sailed. Sailing sail away, sail away. Going down uh. with the ship, leaving, leaving the shores behind. Um, as our own, well, I mean, it's topical at the moment, but as our own Bojo waves goodbye to his premiership. Yeah. I cannot, I mean, he's done it in a way which is quite sassy, which is <laughs> I'm leaving, but just not yet. I know, I don't even know if you can do that. I'm sure everybody went, you do that. <laughs> so I still want to be king, just not king of the blues. It's just amazing to watch his little tub boat disappear into the distance just waiting for carrie his wife to resign as minister of hand jobs anyway i was gonna say i wonder how long (laughs) she'll stay his wife for jesus christ (laughs) so yes sailing off into the distance that's what we're doing again now we recently had an episode about um uh below deck deck. below deck Mm. below deck sailing or yachting yachting Yachting. yachting below deck um We've decided to stick a bigger engine on this one, haven't we? Well, yeah, because I mentioned the cruise that made Jay McDonald a household name and you kind of did this weird lesbian gasp thing. Yeah. Where <gasps> it's yeah. Where I was like, is Jay McDonald a lesbian icon? I think she might be. Well, she is in my household. I don't what? know. I don't know. Do you need two do you need more than two to become a, a lesbian icon? Yes. Okay, well then well but I think she is. You know she sells out theatres like everywhere yeah i but i had sort of imagined and please excuse the clumsy cliche here as i weighed in with my large boots i had sort of imagined that out that audience would be predominantly women 
of of Jane's age and older and gay men. Yeah, I think that's accurate and fair yeah. to say. Okay. Yeah. I, do you know what? I always think about this because do you know I used to do warm-up for loose women? Yes, I know you used to warm-up your loose women. And Jane was on. <gasps> so I've actually met Jane McDonald and she came to a show I did once at the Comedy Cafe in Shoreditch. And yes. she came in in like this faux fur coat. Oh, brilliant. She propped herself up at the bar with her yeah. gay and her laugh was the loudest. Oh, um, you see... What I what I got from watching, so I went back and I watched the first ever episode of The Cruise from 1998. That's insane. I started high school in 1998. Oh my goodness, it's fascinating because you told me to watch it, so I I, I YouTubed it, and um, the theme music is remarkable. It's like dun 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 dun. Too much. It's like really like hardcore classical sort of. I was like, am I watching the right thing here? And then it came up. This is the cruise ship. And I was like, wow. I I don't know who signed off on that theme tune, but it sounded like they were off to intergalactic warfare. Did yeah, yeah. On their cruise ship sailing from. Is it from Florida? And they're going down to the Caribbean. And it's quite an interesting thing to watch because it's obviously very early. Now, would we classify this as reality TV or is it more docu-soap? Well, I mean, isn't docu-soap mm. really what reality TV was? Like, reality TV is a docu-soap because it's like, it's all the drama mm. and it's documented. <laughs> you have, yes, you have, you've broken that down beautifully for me. Yes, it's <laughs> kind of true, isn't it? Yes, it's, yeah. But it's... um. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're still trying to cling on to the fact that you're highbrow, and I think I we've proved now that you are absolutely not trash and trash, um, trash, trash. trash. Um, but, but yeah, 1998 was, and it feels so dated. It feels like I can't believe I was alive when this was filmed. No, the, the hairstyles alone look very old. Oh, my goodness. And not just on the women either. There are some guys there with those absolutely kefured thatches. You know, the ones where you... <laughs> yeah. A bit like um, a Berlusconi. You know, the Italian leader who had the Brillo pad hair? No. Okay. He was leader of the Italian parliament. I can imagine what it looked like. Like I know what you mean, like the roof of a cottage that's thatched. Y- yes, but, but the wind's got underneath it and sort of loosened it slightly. Yeah. So it's only the sort of... Now, you can get this black powder that you tap into your hair that makes it look thicker than it actually is. Oh, my God. Well, I only know this because I had to use it for a while when my alopecia was developing. Okay, I had had an awful experience on television once where I turned up to do this show. Now, I had still had enough hair not to have to wear a wig, but it was going in bits. And um, a friend had recommended this powder that you tap in, like, and it sort of thickens up the hair so you can't quite see the bald patches. It's predominantly used by older men suffering from male pattern baldness. But here I was on this television show having to sort of put it in my own hair to sort of thicken it out. Anyway, what they didn't tell me before I got there, I thought it'll be okay, nobody will notice. And they went, the way we film this is quite interesting. And I went, why? Because there's cameras all around you, oh. so we're filming me from the back and the side and the front. I was like, oh, God, they're going to see my thinning thatch. And um, I was freaking out putting this stuff on my head. And you're supposed to, you're supposed to sort of tap it in like pepper. 
Like you I know what you mean. Yeah. I have like um, a wax that you do the same thing. Yeah. With. Yeah. Anyway, I was tapping it in, trying to cover up my little ball patches at the back. And the lid came off and the whole lot fell on my head. <laughs> I was just covered, covered in hair powder. Just <laughs> well, what do you do? We had to just shake it off. I had to, I had to Taylor Swift it. Oh, my God. Do you ever think with stuff like this, like... Do you know when you're doing a TV thing and you're mm. like, this is the one where I'm going to look like the bee's fucking knees? Yeah. And then it's like, when you watch the TV, you're like, what is happening and why am I sweating so much? <laughs> it's a what? bit... My blouse is a bit tight, isn't it? Do you know what always happens to me? And I don't know whether this happens to you on telly, but, um, like, my top will ride up so it looks like I've either got triple nipple or some sort of mystery cock happening down below as well. And nobody ever tells you. No nobody, one ever tells you. Nobody tells you to come and tuck it in and you're like, look at that, I look like I've got three, three boobs and an appendage. <laughs> <laughs> so do I, but I have all those things. And um, do you know my thing with it is going like, um, now I've started buying a size bigger. Oh, okay. So it's just like nothing can bulge. Okay, but that, isn't that just the right size now, Stephen? Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. There is no way I'm a large. I am a medium. Thank you. They're but if, just, I'm not body shaming you here. I'm just saying... We're in a recession. They're using less cloth. They no. look like Kit Kats. They haven't suddenly got smaller. They are. It's exactly like that. It's like a Mars bar. I'm paying 80p and I'm getting a snack size. Yeah. <laughs> You can't fit your Milky Way in that anymore. No, it's no. so annoying because I have a thin face even when I have boobies and a gut, right? Mm. And at the minute, as I'm trying to lose my COVID chub, every TV show seems to have lost its panel. So you're just sat in a chair for all and sundry. Oh days. yes, the table's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The table's gone. So um. Because yeah. at least when I did celebs on the farm, you could wear a fucking coat. <laughs> I saw myself on something the other day and I went, oh, I was very ill-advised to wear those trousers. They look like a sort of nana slack on me. <laughs> Do you know, you know it's slacks? Yeah. You've written your nana slacks. They were sort of off black, like a very dark navy blue with an elasticated waist. That's what I looked like I was wearing. I was like, God, that looks awful. Anyway. What I always find, though, is when I'm on with comedians, it's like, it doesn't matter if you've got it wrong, you've still got it more right than everyone else has. Somebody will always get it really wrong. Oh, my I'm, God. I'm, no, I'm never the most wrong. Some of these people look like they're wearing a sofa. <laughs> they really oh. do. And I will say this, just going back to our Jay McDonald of the cruise, mm. babe, is, um, like, she always looks great and she always makes the effort mm. to be showbiz. And I think sometimes of our colleagues, I'm like, why? Why are you not trying to look showbiz? You're on the fucking TV and it mm. looks like you're not. Uh, I agree. Sometimes I turn up and I, I think you've... I, I look at my fellow panellists, I think you must have thought long and hard about that particular grey T-shirt to decide that it was appropriate for what we're doing. <laughs> but yes, Jane, look, can I also say that... What, 20 odd years ago this was made? And yeah. I think Jane looks better now than she did then. A hundred percent. I had the same thoughts and feelings. She looks fantastic. 
But showbiz and money does that for you. It does. You get you can sort of you can polish it up a bit, can't you? And my research and development tells me that she did another show called Sugar Free Farm, Celebrity Sugar Free Farm, and she gave up sugar. And so that's obviously what happens when you give up sugar. Wow. Okay. Which is why I look drab because every time I come to Brighton, mm. not only you have a do donut. I, you love yeah, your donut. I love a sugary ring. Oh, you love your sugary rings. I just yeah, covered in the... Nutella brown sauce. Oh, oh man, you just love it, love it. Um, no, she looks fantastic. What I this was obviously her first sort of big foray out into to telly. Well, she, she literally so just did the cruises, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she was so charming. And she was so... Um, there was a compare on one of the shows that, you know, she was going on, an American compare. <laughs> and you know what they're like? We've all, we've all experienced sort of... A, oh, I know what you're about to yeah. say. Yeah. And he's like, you know, what? how can I big you up? Americans love to big themselves up before they go on stage, whereas we just like to sort of... <laughs> Whenever a compare says, what shall I say to them before I bring you on? I'm like, just, you know, lower your expectations. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm always just like, my name. Yeah. And then what they do is they go on to proceed to try and tell your credits and they do all the shows you've not been on. I know, which feels awful when you're stood in the wings going, no, no, haven't you done that. He's done everything. Live at the Apollo. Correct. Would I lie to you? Correct. Mop the week. I fucking wish. <laughs> I know. I, I've, I've frequently got introduced. Before I did Live at the Apollo, I frequently got introduced as having done Live at the Apollo. And in the end, I started to believe that I had done Live yeah. at the Apollo. Yeah, even there was this, there was no video evidence of that ever happening. Well, now but there's this, two. Two of them out there. Um. So, yeah, this compare says, you know, what can I say? Can I say, you know, and, and she... Bless her, she's she's been a working, cruising singer all of her life, and you know probably didn't have any telly credits at that point. He said, "Can I can I say you played the Palladium?" And she went, "Yeah, I don't care. It's brilliant. I love it." Yeah. <laughs> they won't know. Yeah, just... that's what she said afterwards. Yeah. She went, "I mean, I haven't, but <laughs> they don't know." Yeah. yeah, good for her. I thought she was. I thought she came across brilliantly in it. It was really interesting. It was. Um... Let me tell you why I think Jane is a success, and where I think sometimes people get it wrong. Jane is a success is because she's one of the general public. Do you yes. know, like, like she's that person that's like, I can read tarot cards, me, and it's yes, like, yeah, that's a. Oh, that's what she says. Yeah, yeah. You, it's a second gift of mine. It's a second gift of mine, and it's like. You can't, Jane. No Excuse one. Can. What Sorry, are you I'm having to drink? Sorry. Is this a I'm brand deal a... we've got that I don't know about? No. <laughs> What's trip? Trip. It's um. I'm drinking trip. Um. It's a CBD infused sparkling drink. We need to get you out of fucking hove. I know. My mum gives them to me. She buys them by the bulk load. She, because I phone her and I say, "How are you doing, mum?" She's like, "Oh, I'm just tripping. I'm having a little CBD drink." Oh, I love mums. I mm. love that we have mums. It's lovely. It's peach, ginger, and CBD. Uh, to be fair, I'm not drinking it for the peach or the ginger. Fuck <laughs> 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 it. Takes the edge off. Take and Summit needs to take the edge off. I mean, we were supposed to record this at 9am this morning. It's now yes. 10 to 4. Yeah. And it's absolutely my fault. And I will Where take responsibility. You? I was asleep because I had anxiety all night. Because I was wondering why the fuck people don't do shit. 
and that kept you awake. And it really. And ironically, you-, you slept through your alarm, and you weren't doing shit you were meant to do. That's I'm, why the oh. fuck people don't do shit because they're is- all lying awake, worrying about each other's stuff. It's why people can't get on holiday. Hmm. Well, I don't really know why, but I just feel like, you know, everyone's really oh, I see. stressed and mm. I don't really know. I don't know what my point of that was. I just thought it was topical. The thing is, Stephen, and we've talked about this before, you can only you can only control what you can control and the rest of the world will just buzz on merrily without you. You know? Ding dong merrily on high. Yeah. You can't stop the whole cruise ship. You can just you just got to roll with it. It is like stopping a cruise ship of thought. Do you know what I think though, right? This is what I think about the world. Sometimes I feel like hit me baby one more time. Um sometimes I feel like you just have to work really hard. You can control any, anything you want, you can achieve. That is the old Hillary Duff in me. You don't know who Hillary Duff is, no. but she's like um your generation's Marie Osmond. And um <laughs> <laughs> Did I just age you or is that a good guess? I don't know. I'm gonna Google her now and I'll then I'll tell you whether we'll carry on this conversation. Yeah. Hilary Duff is like Yeah, she's like the teen queen sensation when I was a teen queen. Okay. I can't wait for your response to this. I've got something else to show you as well that I found out for, for, for I found something that I think we should go on. Um What is it? Well um Do I have to get naked? Uh, well, it depends which one we go on. Mm. Oh, no, I've looked up the wrong Hillary. Did you do yeah. Clinton? DeVay. Hillary Duff. D-U-F-F. Duff. Duff. Okay. Of my generation? No, she's like my generation's Marie oh. Osmond. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what does she do? Well, she's like a teen idol, um, Disney queen. Like she was in, you know, like all those films where it's like your dreams come true if you just work hard enough and you believe hard enough. Like, right. hey now, hey now. She's very is smiley, me. isn't she? Yeah. She looks very smiley. She looks like all the dreams have come true. Yeah, well, they have since she was 11. <laughs> bends out, sorry. Oh, oh my oh. God. That oh. looks like what Rachel Stevens wears in the Sweet Dreams LAX video. Dear listener, I'm now doing my exercises <laughs> with my bands to make sure that my shoulder is up to speed again because I've lost I've lost quite a significant amount of strength in one shoulder. Oh my That's god! That's not good. It likes, not looks good. like you're double teaming two clowns. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stephen, next holiday we go on. Yeah. I found it for us. Go on. It's um, the 65 best themed cruises. Well, what's what's sixty fifth? Hang on. Well, it. I don't think. Well, I don't think. Well, it, I did find what the Gothic cruise. Not for me. I used to go out with a goth. It didn't end well. He always wore black, and I was dressed in yellow, like Technicolor. Yeah. Well, what's what struck me about this Gothic cruise? It's a Gothic and masquerade ball uh, cruise created by goths for goths. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a goth? No, but they're going to the Caribbean, which I didn't think seemed very gothic. (laughs) (laughs) I would have thought that was definitely not a gothy sort of destination. I would have gone sort of Norway in winter. Isn't the sun like a cure for a goth? Like the minute you get a tan, you're kicked out. I don't know, but I just, it seemed very, it's, um, it's in September as well, which would be hot. 
By the way, I've been out with a couple of goths in my time. Have you? Um, no. They're very good in bed. Really? Yeah. Because I think they're, I think goths, I think they're the opposite of what people feel. Please don't come after us, goth community. Mm. But I feel like they're more um, kind of like emotional and sensual. That was the thing. I mean, there was this one goth I went out with. He had green hair. I shan't say his name because he's a real person. And like, he was just like kissing my neck and my nipples. And I thought I was going to jizz. Wow, okay. He did, didn't is... even start doing the good shit. And yeah. I was like, I was curling my toes like no man's business. Wow, that is good uh, neck and nipple action. Yeah. yeah. I always say ear, neck, nip. And then if you can't do it, it's like, I can tell if you're going to be good by your ear, neck, nip ratio. Right. Do you feel sick? No, I'm just no, it's all right. I'm just having another sip of my CBD. Zoe looks like right. she's going to be sick, Mm-mm. guys. Mm-mm. I'm very, very, very connected to my sexuality. Um, Country Music Cruise? No. Oh, oh, unless Miley Cyrus is on it. Don't know. that They're going to the Caribbean as well. Crikey, can you imagine if the goth ship bashes into the country music ship? It's just going to be like weird piratry. See, um, what else have we got? Ultimate Disco Cruise. I think that'd be annoying. Uh, well, it's got Legends Cool and the Gang and Sister Sledge. Ooh. What is that noise? I think I just set it off. Was that Cool and the Gang? I think it was Cool and the Gang. <laughs> the 80s cruise? Oh, I feel like that might be fun. It'd be people like your age. Oh, no, I think they're 80s bands we've never heard of. Uh. No, no. Uh, and looking at the picture, it looks like they're in their 80s. What about a gay cruise? There's so many. There must be gay. There are gay cruises. Have you ever performed on a lesbian cruise? I've. Ne- we've talked about this before. I tried oh. to and they wouldn't have me. Yeah. Mm. Um, gosh, there's a there's a reggae cruise. Is there a girls allowed cruise? I can't imagine that would, but there might be a girls allowed ferry. <laughs> a girls allowed barge. Yeah. Would you go on a gay cruise? Yes. Oh, I actually would. I would go on it for the work, and maybe an affair. There's a knitting cruise. That's yours. That's so not mine. So yours. A knitting cruise. It's going to be all the ladies of Hove. What? There's a golf cruise. How does that even work? Don't they just whack the balls into the water? (laughs) I'm not even joking. Possibly. Where else does it goddamn go? Well, that's not very environmentally friendly, is it? If you're just whacking your balls into the... Oh, I found the one we're going on. Go on. Golden Girls Cruise. Oh, oh, do you think they play the actual Golden Girls? Like, you can just walk into a room and it's like, Series 1. You walk into another room, Series 2. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm looking it up. Oh, it's not coming up. What is it? Oh... No, it's not giving... Do you not think you'd get bored on a cruise? I worry I'd get, like, itchy feet and get really impatient. Do you know, just being like, oh, God, we're on this boat again with the same faces and fed up with a fucking breakfast buffet. Right, yes. The, well, the buffet is one thing. On on um, on the cruise, they had... Um, <laughs> Le Grand Buffet Night. Yeah. Wow. I mean, some of those dishes looked like they'd grown, I'm going to say tumours. They were just, there was 
The it was work startling. Yeah, was though of all the people working on that because they didn't have nice quarters. Do you know when you go? Jane's was the nicest. Jane has a nice digs, but it's not that nice. Mm-mm. No, and I I'm friends with a f- comedian on Facebook, and he's recently done a cruise, and he posted a picture of his cruise ships quarters, and I can tell you now, not good. I can imagine, stop wanking off the clown. <laughs> I can imagine when, do you know when you see some of our green rooms, which literally are, mine in the past week alone mm. has been an IT suite, a disabled toilet and a gift shop. Oh, I a gift shop. Why are you in a gift shop? Because I was in Portsmouth and they put you in a gift shop with a warm Pepsi Max. What sort of gift shop? Like, it sold, like, Portsmouth shit. Do you know, like, here's a boat on a stand or a thimble or a... Like a bear that says Portsmouth or a... I, I love souvenir thimbles so much. I love souvenir thimbles. No. I love, I love I love the idea of a souvenir thimble Why? so much. I love the idea that you can go to the most remarkable landmarks on this planet... A return with the, a thimble, and the way you choose to remember it is by bringing home a thimble. I think is it's. That, is it? I think my auntie does it, and I think it's sad. Do you think they originated because some souvenir maker years ago had some sort of lisp, and they said, "What we need is for something <laughs> for people to remember this place by some sort of thimble," and that's how it happened. Oh. And they went, "Oh, all right." <laughs> oh my god, I actually think that's a genius idea. Make them a thimble. Because <laughs> what is a thimble meant for? Isn't it to stop you pricking yourself? Yes, it is, yes. So then. Well, why, you... why do you need one of them from everywhere you've been? I don't know. I don't understand. I could, that is the only explanation I have. Somebody with a slight lisp years ago said they need a thimble to represent this holiday. Now. Talking of holidays, mm. talking of cruises, mm-hmm. right, I need to ask you about this. Obviously, everyone working on the cruise is like mm. an entertainer or a caterer or something in some way, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like it looks like a good setup, right? No, I'd be in the engine room. Yeah. So what do you, th- where do you draw the line? Like, would you ever be so much into singing Oh, stop wanking off the clown. Sorry, I'm still doing my bends. So would you ever be that much into, like, singing or comedy where you are like, oh, I'll just do three cruises a year? Um, no, I couldn't. Would you go to an office job before you was like, do you know what? I don't need to do TV anymore. Like, TV is not booking me. I can't sell out a tour, duh, duh, but I love comedy still. So I'm going to keep doing it, and I'm going to be on the cruise. Like I would do a cruise. I would do like if I'd been on if I'd been on some telly show and they were doing a fan cruise. I'd totally do that. That's no, but I'm saying if would you do it as your last hope? Being like, do you um, know what? You earn good money. It's away for a few weeks a year, and I'm doing what I love. Um, no. I agree. Because I have heard too many horror stories about comedians on cruise ships. Didn't Tom Allen used to do them before he was really famous? I don't know if he did. Maybe that's a lie. I think that might be a lie. I mean, I know lots of our friends have. Lots of them have. 
and mm. to various degrees of success. I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because, let's be honest, the audience... Uh, well, you're not allowed to swear at all. The closest I've come to doing a cruise ship is a holiday park in Torquay. And I was a complete miss booking for that. Were you allowed to swear? Not really. There were kids on the dance floor just before I went on, which was at half past 11 at night. And um, I was on... uh, They'd booked... Now, who had they booked that year? They'd booked three comedians, and I was the last one of the lot. Um, I think it was Jimmy Cricket, Bobby Davro, and me. Are you joking? No, it was something along those lines. It was that sort of... uh, I was like, who else have you had here recently? And it was Jimmy Cricket, Bobby Davro, and now you. And I, I, I went into... I actually had what can only be described as a full-blown panic attack behind, <laughs> behind stage. Thank God my wife was with me. And she honestly... It was like that scene from Aeroplane where they're going, pull yourself together. She went, you just got to get out there and do this. I went, I can't do this. Um, I was on after the Dancing Dads competition... Are you kidding? No, I was on after the Dancing Dads competition. One of the dads nailed it because he did the caterpillar the full length of the dance floor. And I thought, I can't, there's nothing I can, I can't follow that. I can't follow that. And Why um, on earth? Did it pay well? It, it did. Stephen, it did. And like disproportionately well. And I guess that's the only way you're going to get someone. I, I think so. I think so. It wasn't even like red coats. They had like like brown coats or something. No, they're, they're not nice people, are they? They're, they're the brown, brown, coats. Coats are, brown coats are the people you're meant to avoid on the park when you're a kid. <laughs> it was, oh, it was, yeah. And I had to do 45 minutes. And 45 minutes is quite a long set at the best of times. I'm doing that at a private members club soon and I am not in a great place about it. Are you 45 minutes? At a members bar. Rich people don't laugh because they've never had to laugh at themselves. Is this the one that you told me about recently? No, I think it's a different one. Okay. I've, not, I've not done it before. Okay. Mm. Are oh, you being Rich. well remunerated? Not. I tried to say remunerated and burped up my CBD. Sorry, that's... N- not well enough. How brightens that? Just burped up, remunerated. I think that's sexy. By the way, have you been to the new Brighton house? So no, house of no. Sexy. It's sexy. Can I just bring you back to what you were talking though about blue coats and stuff and brown mm. coats? But I mm. want to focus on the blue coats. Mm. And I want to focus on Jay McDonald. And I just want to focus on how I feel like I was born 20 years too late. Now, on one hand, it's great because gay people have rights. But on the other hand, for my career, it's pathetic. Right. Because these people, Bradley Walsh was a goddamn red coat. Mm-hmm. Shane Ritchie was a red coat. Jane mm-hmm. McDonald was on a cruise and now they're frigging household names. Mm-hmm. If you or I performed at a caravan park again, again. they would they would <laughs> not be like, there's the stars of the future. They'd be like, oh my God, look how bad it's gone for them. Well, you see, you say that, but I'm... I don't know. I'm going to um, I'm going to a three day weekender at a Butlins in my, in Minehead in November. With who? Um, with with some friends, and it's a three day 
For fun or work? Fun. Well, that's not the same thing. Oh, okay. It's not your career. That's you trying to, like, recapture something. Yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Is it, like, one of those where it's, like, like an Elvis weekend or It's something? not Elvis. No, it's 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 house it? music. Oh, my God. You and house music. When you text me the other oh, week God. and you... Oh, Sorry, my God. Sorry, the eye at me. I flicked myself with the thing. That was... Um... <laughs> This is why I overslept. I needed energy to do this. Um, no, but when you told me the other week that you went to like out to house music, I was like, oh my God, you could break a hip. Yeah, I could at this point. Yeah. The last time my friends and I went clubbing together, they both had to wear knee braces. What do you like about house music? Because isn't it just like noise? Like, doof, 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 That's techno. Doof, doof. I mean, I don't like, I don't really like techno. House music's a bit more, it's more melodic. And... Like, but does it have words in it? Does it, it can have words. Have words. It? it can have words. Sometimes it doesn't have words. But um... like, is this house music? Like, baby, you're all that I want. No, oh. no, that really is not house music. That's um, that's not even semi-detached. DJ Sammy, <laughs> not even semi-detached. <laughs> it's bungalow. It's it's bungalow music. Maisonette. Maisonette. I was just gonna say yeah. Maisonette. Maisonette music. Yeah. Are you into Maisonette music? What sort of music do you listen to? Um, girl groups. Okay. Girls Aloud, Sound of the Underground, Saturdays, Higher. Um, do you know as well, though, I... Do you know actually, Do you know when you do your own show, as in live show, mm. how much time do you spend putting the playlist together? Uh, for walking music. For audience walking music, the break, mm -hmm. and for your walk on stage music. I think about it quite a bit. Interesting. Delve yeah. deeper. Say more. Mm. So I like to, um, okay, I carefully curate it so that it gives off an essence that I'm still hit with the kids, but have a little bit of history, uh, but equally that I haven't overly thought too hard about this which means i have really thought about hard quite hard about it gorgeous of that yeah. view what what is your latest walk on track for you oh i can't remember the last thing i used it's been that long since i went on tour i've forgotten what the oh i remember uh teddy bears teddy bears teddy bears swiss, Sing it. swiss band you won't know uh, not swiss the swedish if we go down into the no. woods though no not that it's not that uh it's um they did a thing with the iggy pop it's quite good it was quite it was yeah i'll send it to you oh teddy please, bears please the teddy bears yep interesting because mm -hmm. i think you have to get the music right to set the vibe yeah so i do um when you come in in when you're walking in as in 7.30, doors open. Mm. For, like, first five, ten minutes, I have, like, power ballads. Hello from the other side. Oh, wow. You know, like, that kind yeah. of shit. Then we move into kind of, like, dancing in the moonlight. Everybody's... And then we have, like, steps. S Club 7. Don't stop moving. Can you feel... And then the the light, the audience lights go dark. It goes quiet. Spotlight hits the stage. And then 
recently I've either had the Saturdays higher, gonna lift it, lift it higher, and the gays go wild, or oh you're sweet but a psycho, a little bit psych, because I've never related to a song so much. And then in the break, I have like, imagine it was your 20, well not yours, imagine it was my 21st birthday. Yeah. And that's the break. And then at the end, at present, I have never forget where you're coming from. Wow. All I can think is, how are we even friends? Because opposites attract, girl. Okay. It's true, isn't it? It is true. It is true. Because I keep you alive. I keep you young. You keep me questioning. I keep you... Do you know what? I feel like over the past year, I've dumbed you down and made you camp. Thank you. Yeah. Have I brought anything to... to Very little, very little. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Sometimes you have sage advice, but not often. (laughs) (laughs) Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right, I want to ask your advice on this. Okay. Um, on the cruise... Oh, yeah. Jane MacDonald's first, first series, 1998. Yeah. It's still a big deal for the, um, for the cruisers... To sit at the captain's table. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's so they the get question? some mad American passengers dressed up to the nines who get to sit at the captain's table. Got you. Now, I can't imagine anything worse. Do you ever find yourself in situ- informal situations where you've got to sit with other people and pretend t- to have conversation? Oh, God. Yeah, literally all the time. I have definitely got to that point in my life where it's like, I do not want to be around people I don't know. I don't want to make 
you know, more friends. Chit chat. I don't need more friends. I don't feel like I need to impress anyone. Like I just want to be like. I just want to eat my feather blade beef. Yeah, that's what I'm... I'm really bad at small talk. Yeah, you are. You're bad at, like... <laughs> no, you are. Why did you say that? Because I don't know what it is. It's like, for someone who is so eloquent on stage and podcast, like, the way you are about actually trying... I don't know how you get more jobs than I do, quite frankly. <laughs> because you are so, like... Do I have... I can't believe about the house. Like that vibe. <laughs> like you're like, I've had, I've left Hove. But okay. No, I just don't know what it is. I'm interested in other people. I am. I'm just sometimes. You're not good at talking about yourself. Maybe is that what it is? Yeah, because I'm. I can talk about myself, but you're not good about. Like you're always like. Uh, that's exactly yeah, it. Yeah. That's exactly it. That, like, noise, that like... noise actually happens sometimes in conversation. Like people are going, well, you know, and then, then we moved uh, to um, India for several years. We lived there and um, uh, we travelled around and I wrote a book and George took yoga classes. And I'm like, <laughs> I like blue Does and Cindy air. not just like whack you around the head? No, I think she's worth than me really yeah she's worse than me yeah the thing is i talk a lot when i'm on my own yeah well save some of it because okay let's do (laughs) let's do a role play okay let's do a role play oh all right we're at the captain's table you can be captain i'm captain and yours you i'm lady lions lady lions recently widowed and i'll go Oh, hello, Lady Lions. Welcome to my table. So lovely to have you tonight. <laughs> have you had a nice day on the on the boat today? Yes, thank you. It was lovely. I've been on the boat. What have you got up to? What have you got up to on the boat? Oh, here comes the food. Here comes the food. Well, why are you behaving constipated before you've even ate our food? Oh, I'm so bad at it, Steve. I've told you this before. I once finished a conversation with an agent in London at a party by going, I realise I've bored you enough. I'm going to move on and bore somebody else now. (laughs) That's probably why you get more work, because I just talk them into submission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, keep listening, keep listening, keep listening. So how do you talk about yourself without making it... Okay, how do you talk about yourself... How do you big yourself up without without Boris Johnsoning it? Well, I don't think you necessarily do have to big yourself up. Do you know I, what I always think works is just being like... Be showing your like life experience. Just talk about what you've been to. Like the other day, I had a job meeting, mm. and you know they were talking about this and that, and isn't this person brilliant? Isn't that person this works? That I go, do you know who you've not spoke about is your audience? Because when I worked at Sainsbury's, my girl, my canteen girls, yeah, they're not watching this shit, yeah, <laughs> and they're like, you canteen girls, and I was like. Well, yeah, I said, you have to think, I was like, the, you know, these people say stuff like, um, like, one of my friends got the vaccine after adamantly being like, I'm not having the vaccine, not having the vaccine. It's like, everyone's crazy, everyone's a sheep, da 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 Then she got the vaccine, I went, why have you got the vaccine? And she went, oh, it's just easier to get on holiday. 
And I was like, so that is what you need to play to. And he was like, oh, and how would you know her? And I was like, I used to work with her. She's great. And I went, and you know, we used to go to Slimming World together. Do you know to see Sue? And I said, I have an issue with Slimming World because, you know, they tell you that you're too big while she's the size of a garden shed. And they like crack it up. And it's just like little, do you know, you just go, it's not really going, look how amazing I am. If anything, it's going, look how trashy I am. Yeah. Okay. I'll trash talk myself then next time I'm at the captain's table. But you do so much. I mean, you could be like, you could be like... Um... I, I just remember, I once had a lunch in Melbourne with yeah. the, one of the promoters of the Melbourne Comedy Festival and two quite big comedians and me. I was very much down the food chain and I got so nervous and wound up, I forgot how to use a fork. Why does this happen to you? I don't know, I stabbed myself in the face. So I missed funny. my mouth and I stabbed myself full force in the cheek. It's so funny, though, because every time I read you, I go, this happened, this happened, this happened. And sometimes it concerns you. And you're like, how do I not even know? What is oh, that? God, I, I don't know. know. No, I know. I know. You see, this is the I've learned from you. If you do want to find out gossip, you do have to talk, don't you? Yeah. But I mean, this is what we're trying to educate you from on this podcast is like, look at look at all these reality stars like look at jane she's mm. she was chatty she was herself like you would never like you have weird habits like you're doing this weird clown wanking off thing now it's Jay- not clown wanking it's an elastic band that my physio gave me to strengthen my otherwise compromised shoulder well I, well there you go first of all you compromise your shoulder you should be telling everyone about your compromised shoulder because you're too old to ski <laughs> <laughs> It's not the skiing that's the problem. It was the stopping. Like, Jane McDonald is like, oh, I'll tell you what, lovey, if you come down to my uh, cabin later, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll do your tarot cards. And it's like, you know, she's just offering it up. She's showing how well-rounded she is. That's how you become a loose woman. Oh, right, well, can I offer up? So many things. You compromised your arm. You, yeah. uh, you drink CBD. Yeah. You, you're like weirdly like hovey and hippy dippy you're into house music yeah yeah come down mine take some cbd i'll wank off the clown and we'll listen to some house music there we go i mean that sounds like a reason to come to brighton yeah it's a full day's activities though isn't it i should be ent's manager on this cruise ship welcome aboard aboard the lion's liner today we'll be taking some cbd dancing to house music (laughs) i'll be wanking off a clown and talking about my compromised shoulder (laughs) And if you add in some donuts, I'll stay for the whole night. (laughs) It's the whole night he enjoys. Right. Hey! Bing, bing! Ooh! I met um, a doctor when I was in Brighton on Monday, which is so annoying about being in a relationship. And the doctor had his boyfriend there as well. And his name was Dr. Alex. And he lives near you. And he was so attractive. Oh, lovely. Maybe he'll be my husband of the week. Yeah. Oh, is that your husband of the week? I might have just changed it to him. Yeah. (sighs) Now I've got to think of our husband of the week. Who'll be my husband of the week? I tell you who's... Can I tell you who's going to be my husband of the week? Tell me. It's going to be the dancing waiter from the first episode of The Cruise. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember him? Yeah. I've got... I've got strawberry daiquiris, I've got margaritas, I've got sex on the beach, and you can keep the glasses as a souvenir. Um, 
not not a thimble, not a thimble. No, no, proper full glass. Yeah. Do you know what was funny about it? That show was like episode one when everyone arrives on the cruise that's working on it. Mm. It's happy. They've got energy. They've got gusto. By episode four, apart from Jane McDonald, the main cast has changed in the titles because clearly <laughs> they're downtrodden and spotty now. Yeah, that's it. They've gone. This guy, this waiter was brilliant. He was dancing. He was dancing with the clientele. He was having a great time. Reminded me of when I was a waitress and I absolutely hated it that was another thing i didn't join in then either i'm not a joiner in her but you should speak about hating being a waitress mm, i was really bad at it like really bad at it i think i can imagine you not being good at it i have no hand-to-eye coordination so it was very dangerous to be around me i once this is my finest moment i i worked in the oxo tower in london oh. for a bit which is yeah 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 gorgeous um, and um, I once took a, you know, when you, you know, as a, as a human being, and I'm going to say as an animal, as an animal, you can just smell another human being sometimes and just immediately hate them. Yeah. Just that bristle, just whatever it is, animal instinct, where the, the fur on the back of your neck just goes, and you're like, nah, we're not friends. You know, in, in the wild, we'd rip each other's throats out. And this woman came in. She was so rude. She was so rude um, and so and so condescending to me. And I had to take her and her clients. They were her clients. Like they, she, she was, I think she worked in PR. I was getting that feeling from Don't her. they all? Yeah. Don't she they She had a blackberry all. and a pashmina. I'm just, yep. I'm casting aspersions. But um, she she was so condescending and so rude to me and uh i i took them from the bar to their table and they had a glass of champagne each there was five of them so i put five full champagne glasses oh, on no. a tray now i oh no i get a bit twitchy sometimes and um I, like i say very bad hand-to-eye coordination uh very poor balance um, <coughs> I sat them down at the table and then I don't know what happened, <laughs> but my hand suddenly realised we were holding a tray of five champagne flutes and just went, oh, what? Like that. Just, just, and the whole lot shot up in the air and came crashing down on her. Do you think you have um, an aversion to being a grown-up? Yes, that's very astute of you, Stephen. Because everything that makes you panic is like, like you were like fine with the champagne, and then when you clot, you're going. Yeah. I'm carrying five glasses yeah. of champagne to five grown-ups. You shit yourself and you react. Do you know another time where I shit myself Please. when I react? When it's Please. when I'm when I'm the one closest to the to the to the button for the door on a train, <laughs> and it I've got the responsibility to open it. I have to have that little flash of panic where I'd like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. Yeah. So it, I don't think this is all right. No, I don't think it is either. This is probably another podcast, isn't it? Have you ever actually shat yourself? Oh, yes, frequently. Really? Yeah, I told you about it. Well, you must have told me about one if you're doing it frequently. Well, not frequently, but, you know, it... Did I ever tell you when I was working with this woman on a TV show and I'm filming a piece to camera and she comes (laughs) running past me and she goes, 
out of my way, out of my way, there's been an explosion. And I went, oh, shit, in London. And she went, no, in my bottom. And she shat herself on. <laughs> Are we allowed to say who? No. Okay. Tell me after. I will. Oh. Yeah, thanks, oh. Stephen. Well, I think you've hit the nail on the head there with my um, arrested development issues. Do you think we could do like a to be continued in this episode where there's some sort of like dun 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 dun? Okay, um, listen. And then next week we pick up where we left off, where it's uh, like. I'm willing to explore this further. I think you know. I, I would love to explore this. I think I think the the big step is admitting there is a problem. Uh, How I've old were you when you first found a level of like? Was Survivor your first thing? Yeah. How old were you? Oh, uh, 29. Because you know they say, I mean, 29 is quite old, mm. but you know they say... I wasn't a child star. <laughs> no, but they say, like, famous people stop mm. maturing mm. when they find success. Well, by that line, I should, st- I should, be, <laughs> I should be more mature than a 10-year-old Dutch gouda. I mean... <laughs> I should be blue veined. Uh, fuck it up. <laughs> I should be. You should be able to smell me from the end of the hall. That's how bloody mature I should be. Been waiting for me bloody success. I had uh, a whiff of it, and then they took it away. Bastards. You're, listen. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing is forever. Well, I know that. Also. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, fuck the quiz show. You're going yeah. off doing other things in a yeah. couple of weeks. Mm. Yeah, I don't need that. I've got my CBD. I'm fine. Got your CBD. Right. Do you feel right. like we've therapised you a bit this episode? I think, I think what we've done here, finally, with this podcast, and it's taken several sessions, is that we've actually hit um, a rich seam of human interest. We're breaking through. And like any good therapist, I'm mm. like, right, time's up, bitch. See right, you <laughs> see you next week. <laughs> like, but I feel a little bit exposed and vulnerable. Yeah. Get out there, go on, deal Get with it. Get to the street. Get I... to the fucking street. I don't know whether I'm ready to push the open button. <laughs> I'm going to watch you next time we're on a train together. I'll be like... Honestly, my eyes flicker and my armpits get sweaty. Yep, it's true. Isn't that weird? Do you know, there are weird things though. Like, do you know when you have a wee wee and then yes. you wash your hands? <laughs> you know that. <laughs> and then you wash your hands. Mm. The washing the hands make me need another wee wee. Okay. Does that happen to you? Occasionally. Yeah, I thought yeah. that would be a thing. Yeah. Maybe mm. it's age. Possibly. As long as you don't just do it there and then, I think you're all right. No. Ooh, I forgot to tell you a story. Go on, I then. Got fucking, I got a dick flashed to me at a train station toilet. How did you not f- tell me this at the beginning? I totally forgot until just this second. <gasps> right, so what happened was I was going to get a lift to a gig and I thought, so I got the train to where they live and I thought, oh, right, I thought, I'll have a wee before we set off so I don't have to stop them. And I walk in, there's a cubicle. Man walks out the cubicle, washes his hands. I walk in. I thought, it's taking ages washing his hands. How peculiar. Then as I go to wash my hands, he goes back into the cubicle. And I thought, what's he doing here? <laughs> and I thought, something's not right. And then as I was, uh, I was like drying my hands and I was watching him just to make sure I wasn't going to get killed. And then all of a sudden he just turns around holding it in his hands, like looking at me, giving me an eyebrow. 
And do you know, I, there was one part of me that thought, what a story to tell if I just walked in and sucked him off. <laughs> and then the other thought of me thought, do you know what? I'm too famous for this now. No, you can't. Not in, no. not in, not in railway station toilets no, anymore. No. No. no, but I did feel like, oh, I never got to experience what it was like to be like a 90s gay. Yeah. <laughs> Were you all right, though, after the experience? Things like that really don't bother me. Okay. Yeah, th- things I find that kind of stuff funny. <laughs> the worst experience I had in, in, a, in a toilet cubicle in a railway station was on East Croydon platform. And there was in the toilet cubicle, and then I heard a woman going into the toilet cubicle beside me. <laughs> and then I heard, oh no, there's no toilet paper. <laughs> and I, I thought, oh God. And there was a bit of me that went, like, shut down, but there was another bit of me that went, oh God, okay, just hand, just, you know. So I went, I've got some. And she went, oh, lovely. Would you mind passing me through some under the door? I went, yeah, no problem. So I balled some up and I sent it through. And she went, no, I'm going to need more than that. Went, oh, no. Okay. So I balled some more up and passed it through. And she went, thanks, love. She said, oh, we're waiting for our train. We're going back up north. I've been down here with the choir. I was like, I don't want a conversation. Oh, my she God. She went, oh, some of the singers are so lovely. She went, some of them have got voices of angels. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourite topics, you know. I was never okay after that. Oh my god! Okay after that. That is fantastic. I (sighs) love like poo chat. I think it is so funny. Well, I think we've made it as highbrow as we possibly can. Yeah. Listen, it's time for this podcast to set sail (laughs) (laughs) to the murky waters. (laughs) (laughs) To the murky British waters. That are now currently so clean you can see the mackerel having a cigarette. Oh, yeah. God, it's funny you it's... say mackerel. <laughs> what? I've heard a story recently about someone demanding a bit of mackerel. Oh, right, well, we'll yeah. talk about that at a later date. Thanks for, um, thanks for the psychological chat. I didn't expect it to go that way. Do you know what? That's where Jane leads us. Yeah, I'm going to go away and think about that now. Yeah. Thanks, Jane McDonald. I'm going to she... think about how we get you on Loose Women. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say the words Loose Women without thinking of, like, um, wind socks. Anyway. <laughs> did I tell you I pitched a show to... Um, did I tell you I pitched a show to... Oh, what they called... Um, a TV channel where I was like, what about a late night loose women, but it's gay people and we call it loose arseholes. You told me, I think you said this last episode. Oh shit. Yeah. That's the problem. You're repeating yourself. (laughs) Oh no. You're recycling your old hashed up ideas. I'm thinking of the climate. Yeah. That's it. One idea, Bailey. Right. I've got to go. I'm on out of CBD. Everyone, like, subscribe. Hey, I checked out our iTunes ratings the other week, and although we don't have many reviews, they are all five stars. Hello. Thank you, five-star people. So, can you all leave more five-star reviews? Like, subscribe, 
because then it'll tell you when we're putting them out. Comment, tell your friends, share it on social media. Zoe's already lost the quiz show. Don't lose the <laughs> I need you. I need you. <sighs> take care, Stephen, my friend. You take care as well. I know. I've got a challenge for you for the next episode. Right. You have to hold a conversation with someone that you don't already know. Challenge accepted. And it can't be from you as point of view on stage and them off stage. Challenge accepted. Yes! Okay. (laughs) Until next time. Love you. Bye. Bye. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Made by DarkHorseDigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.